1: What's up A to Z sports live on this Friday. Thanks for jumping along with us. Austin Stanley and Sam Phelan in here on A to Z sports talking more Titans as uh, we continue to break down and follow what happens in Indianapolis at the NFL combine buck rising has been up there uh, since Tuesday and we'll wrap up his content and his NFL combine works throughout the day Uh, before we get into post-Combine topics about who excels the Combine, get into uh, more NFL draft breakdowns. Uh, we find out what happens with these prospects, and that will happen a lot next week as we see the full workouts. I believe wide receivers are out, uh, up at the podium uh, today, and so more drills over the weekend in Indianapolis. But, Sam, we're talking about what Tim Kelly said the other day uh, about uh, the Titans' offense. And I think, in my opinion, Sam, Tim Kelly exposed – the biggest problem with the Titans going internal for their offensive coordinator position in that hire there that happened uh, this offseason after Todd Downing relieved of his duties after the season. So we'll play you uh, that Tim Kelly video uh, coming up here in a second uh, and try to see what you guys think about this, because I think, I think all of us are going to be on the same page, which is not on the same page with Tim Kelly. So we'll talk about that uh, and hear that video. Then, a, a, a positive Malik Willis update, not just from Tim Kelly, but also Mike Vrabel at the Combine. So we'll talk a little Malik there before we get to Ain't That Good News to wrap up our Friday. Like we always do, Sam, welcome in. Let's get this thing rolling.
0: Yeah, excited to be here, excited to be close to the weekend. I mean, like it, just good news Friday is always good news because it's Friday uh, and that that in itself is good news. So if you're joining us today, make sure you share the show and help give us a little bit of extra good news by uh, helping grow the A to Z family. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the share button. If that's YouTube, take the link, send it to a friend, tweet it out. However you uh, are consuming it, make sure you get it in front of somebody else. Sharing is caring and sharing is the best way to support. So help us out uh, and invite a Titans fan friend of yours to join us in the conversation.
1: Yep, so let's get it going officially. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titan reporter at A AtoZSports.com. Make sure that you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, live segment links uh, out there in our Twitter timeline at Sports, And check us out and follow us on Instagram and TikTok, for more Titans coverage. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. But I'm going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care and farm your health plans get better with farm your health plan that's better coverage rates and service learn more about a health plan for you fbhp.com slash atoz and so sam we get this thing rolling on a friday and we're talking a lot about what tim kelly uh said at the nfl combine uh and it goes into the problems of the offense last season of the offense was predictable Uh, Sam, if you go back to the last game of the regular season, which was a de facto playoff game in Jacksonville against the Jags, uh, I had the stats that the Tennessee Titans ran the ball on first and 10 with Derrick Henry 20 of 26 times. Then they had two other first and 10 runs that were Josh Dobbs. One of them was designed, and then one of them was a scramble. So that's 21 out of 26 first and 10 runs called uh, there. And so that is uh, pretty predictable in my book. Uh, but Tim Kelly was asked at the NFL combine earlier in the week about what he thought about the Titans offensive predictability when it was being called by Todd Downing, who he is now replacing as Titans offensive coordinator here. Here's the new Titans. OC.
2: I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I, I didn't think we were predictable last year. I think there are some times where, um, you know, certain games, certain things, uh, weather, um, you know people you have available things along those lines uh you know there 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 are a lot of elements that go into to predict predictability or perceived predictability um so i wouldn 't say that we were predictable last year
1: uh
2: I, I didn't but um you know again like i said uh there 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 are a lot of things that go into into calling a game um And so, you know, last year was last year, but moving forward, I can tell you what we're going to do and what we're going to try to do and and how we're going to build this offense. He didn't think they were
0: predictable last year. He didn't think they were predictable last year. And that follow-up question, for those of you uh, that couldn't hear it, was Paul Kaharski pointing out to Tim Kelly, well, your boss thought that you guys were predictable last year because he fired Todd and hired you saying, well, we need him to come in and hopefully help us be less predictable. Uh, He also then followed up with saying, well, you ran the ball an awful lot on first down. Do you think that is predictable? Which was the second clip that you then saw of him saying, no, I don't think so. Um, And kind of doubling down on his take that the Titans offense was not predictable. And apparently he was watching a different game than the rest of us.
1: Uh, Sam, there's this, adage that people say is that whenever you mention the weather, you've really got nothing else to talk about. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that was
0: absurd to me too, is like he kind of goes down one path of, of trying to explain why they're not predictable settles on, well, you know, availability and the weather. Um,
1: Well, the weather was the first thing he mentioned. Like, yeah. It's like
0: there was uh, factors, the weather that affected our play calling. We couldn't, we couldn't call a dynamic game. I don't personally remember the weather even being all that bad outside of the one freezing cold game that they played.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You play Christmas football in Eve. Tennessee,
0: how bad can it get?
1: Yeah, yeah. Christmas Eve, uh, when they had rolling blackouts throughout the city. Yeah, that was the one time that weather uh, impacted uh, there, too. But again, that's just a, it was a ridiculous comment. And honestly, I think we need to hear it again uh, because Steven says Tim was just being realistic. And so let's just go in and hear Tim Kelly again when asked about the Titans offense's predictability last
2: season. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I, I didn't think we were predictable last year. I think there are some times where, um, you know, certain games, certain things, uh, weather, um, you know, people you have available, things along those lines. Uh, you know, there are a lot of elements that go into to predict, predictability or perceived predictability. Um, so I wouldn't say that we were predictable last year. Uh, I, I didn't, but, um, you know, again, like I said, uh, there, there, there are a lot of things that go into, into calling a game. Um, and so, you know, last year was last year, but moving forward, I can tell you what we're going to do and what we're going to try to do and, and how we're going to build this offense.
0: I have a hard time, Austin, seeing how Tim Kelly is being realistic there. As Steven mm-hmm. liked to say, just wanting to be realistic. I actually agree a little bit more with Caleb that, it feels like he's in denial and the Titans fans are, and this is something I wrote on a to Z When I was kind of breaking this down, this is either Tim Kelly out of uh, just being very genuine, very straight up. And this is what he genuinely like feels that they weren't whatever, or he's doing this out of respect for Todd Downing, his predecessor, but either way it's very like out of touch with the Titans fan base with the reality of what happened. Uh, And then want to get to some uh, lunch money here by Andre, too, who Mm -hmm. says that Vrabel said familiarity and carryover. That is realistic because that is the words that came out of the head coach's mouth when he was talking to the media a few weeks ago, introducing yeah Kelly as the offensive coordinator.
1: Well, and I was actually going to play this because this was when Mike Vrabel had his press conference over Zoom about why he promoted Tim Kelly, I think it's
3: the the right the right fit uh, for us at this time. It's it's the it's the perfect fit. Um, met with some really really good candidates. Yeah, you know, I think what what Tim ultimately was able to do was be able to provide um, some familiarity and and some carryover uh, to to what we were doing. Because I don't think everything's broken. I don't I don't believe that. Uh, but then also be able to, you know, add some some things that, um, you know, can really help us and take advantage of, of some opportunities. Um, I've seen him, you know, call games uh, in this league uh, against us. Uh, felt like he has a great feel for for the game, his energy, his leadership. You know, all things that that came out uh, throughout this process of multiple meetings with him and, and other candidates.
0: Ultimately, Sam, yeah, ultimately able to provide carryover and familiarity.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the biggest problem, and I think one of maybe the biggest fears that Titans fans have to have about internally promoting to replace Todd Downing as offensive coordinator is the feeling that I really wasn't that bad. You know, like, like is is that, like, it's not, I mean, I. I it's not all broken. We weren't, no, we weren't predictable. Like it was, yeah, it was because of the injuries. It was because of the, the weather. You know, that, that playing surface was slick, guys, and everybody was getting hurt. So we're getting turf. Like it's, it's, the, it's the fact that that's the fear is that as, as cost 66 there on YouTube, it's denial. It's not recognizing that, no, it, it was that bad. It was disgusting. The offensive line was garbage. The play calling was absolutely predictable. The play calling was bad, and players were not put in spots to succeed. And some of those times, yeah, they were players that are practice squad level players that were forced into duty, but you have to be able to adapt as a coach and to make sure that those players can execute what you're giving them, which does not mean you should put a third and one into round to the rookie tight end in like week one of the season uh, in his first NFL game or give Malik Willis a ridiculous play call, uh, anything anything else, right? Like it's the denial of the, ah, wasn't that bad. Like that is the biggest problem with the internal hire because if somebody comes in from the outside, they are not biased. They do not have any type of connection to the guy who was doing it previously because I do think a lot of what Tim Kelly was saying there is that he didn't want to throw Todd Downing under the bus. You know, he worked with Todd Downing. He probably likes the guy. A lot of people like Todd Downing as a person. He probably just didn't want to go up in the NFL combine and bash Todd Downing publicly. But no, they were super predictable, and we all know it.
0: And, but like, that's an issue that I have with this. Austin is like, why not? Like, I look, I understand you don't want to just be like, oh yeah, the things were terrible, and throw a guy that you like under the bus completely. But you have to at least be honest with with like what you're assessing and what you're saying publicly. Like, I, I don't see what the problem would have been, especially in the way that the question was phrased. And I, I heard the question. By Terry McCormick that kind of prompted this, which it was after Tim had said, uh, you know, we want to be consistent. We want to play complete and full games like that. That was kind of something that he referenced that the Titans didn't do well last year that he would like to fix moving forward. That was a really good comment. I thought, because it was, it showed some awareness of where they struggled, which was in the second half. Uh, it was coming out of halftime and then just getting in these like lulls on offense. But Terry McCormick followed it up with a question on, well, do you think part of that, uh, of being consistent is is switching up some of your tendencies to be less predictable? I don't see what the problem is. And Tim saying, well, yeah, of course, like our job is to not be predictable. We want to be as versatile and and what as possible you and you can find a way to like say it and, and And then still your point is like, we don't want to be predictable. We want to be dynamic. We want to keep them guessing without having to, you know, go out of your way. This felt like he went out of his way to be like, well, I wouldn't, he said it. Well, I wouldn't say we were predictable. I I wouldn't go as far as to say that. Yeah. Like it's not necessary. It's going out of your way to whether it's how he genuinely feels or he's just doing it to protect Todd Downing. It's like, the way that question was asked i'm very very confused why tim kelly felt the need to double down on the titans offense last year like that's not something anybody has any business doubling down on
1: yeah titan uh, fox on youtube says tim kelly just solidified himself as the new todd downing by denying that the titans weren't predictable um Sam uh, on Facebook says being politically correct is what he did here. Uh, Then, you know, I think that's kind of what it is. And, you know, I think it's a lot goes into this. Look, you don't want to go up there and bash Todd Downing because Tim Kelly's 36 years old. Todd Downing's just 42 years old. That is very, very young when it comes to NFL coaching ages. And there's a high possibility that down the road over the next 15 years that Tim Kelly and Todd Downing might be working together again. Because that's just kind of how the league works. And so I, I don't think that Tim Kelly was going to go up there and say things to throw Todd Downing under the bus even further than we already know he is. But he definitely didn't didn't do himself um, any type of favor uh, by answering the question like he did.
0: Do you agree with my point, though? Like, I don't think he needed to. I, I don't think, like, I think there was a pretty easy way around that question and to give an answer that was – going to satisfy both media and the fans that didn't directly throw Todd Downing under the bus or make Todd Downing relevant in the yeah. conversation at all. Like I don't,
1: I don't, I agree with your point. And you know, Tim Kelly, is this the first time Titans media has been able to talk this to Tim is, Kelly?
0: And that's part of why I hate this so much. Like this is the first time Tim Kelly has spoken as a member of the Titans staff. Like we didn't see him last year. We didn't even know what he did last year. You hire him and it's Vrabel via Zoom and not Tim speaking to the media. He's been like just kind of a mystery for like, and so this is the first impression somehow over a year after you've hired Tim Kelly originally, but somehow this is just now our first impression of him. And one of the first answers he has is, well, let's get something clear. I don't think we were predictable last year, yeah, when you know what the tone of the fan base is, you know what the criticism has been like in the media of your offense. It just doesn't make sense like it, it it's a silly, silly comment and, and it shows a a huge lack of awareness to the vibe around the team right now, publicly. Sure,
1: No, I, I agree with that. A to Z sports. You're live on this Friday. Let's ask this question. What is one word? We want to get you guys more involved here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. What is one word to describe Tim Kelly's comments about the Titans predictability? What's one word to describe Tim Kelly's comments about the Titans predictability. We'll get to all of your comments here in a second about that, your one word. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, the Bone and Joint Institute will help you get back to where you need to be. That's healthy. That's living life. That's having fun. That's not stressing about Uh, injuries or that pain that won't go away, uh, that's getting it fixed, getting it figured out. And the Bone and Joint Institute has uh, over a dozen uh, specialists there at their Franklin, Tennessee location uh, that can do everything under one roof. That's the big deal. And the benefit with the Bone and Joint Institute is that everything and every step along the way of your process to recovery happens in one building. So you don't have to go all the way around town and get lost and figure out, okay, which was the imaging center. Okay. Now where do I go for this? And where do I go for that? Nope. One spot. That's it. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go.
0: Today's show is powered by BetMGM. Look, it's March and March is my favorite month. I can firmly say March is my favorite month to get involved with a sports book. It's a great sports time of year to get involved with BetMGM. MGM. And if you get in bet get involved and sign up with the promo code ATOZ sports you can receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't hit. When you register with BetMGM, you'll gain access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, daily boosted odds, and so much more. This is why they're the king of sportsbooks. This is why this time of year, it's BetMGM that I'm going back to time and time again. So Find out why they're the king of sports books on betmgm.com and the betmgm app. That's code ATOZ Sports.
1: Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer all promotions, soda, qualification, and eligible Well, First online real money wager. Only rewards issued knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem and gambling support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So the question we're asking the chat today, Sam, uh, based off of Tim Kelly's comments, uh, here on uh, at the NFL Combine, what's one word to describe Tim Kelly's comments about the predictability of the Titans offense uh, last season? A, a ton of comments have flown in. Sam, I'm going to let you go to the comments, but for the new people that have not heard these uh, from Tim Kelly yet, here is Tim Kelly this week at the Combine.
2: I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I, I didn't think we were predictable last year. I think there are some times where, um, you know, certain games, certain things, uh, <laughs> weather, You know, people you have available, things along those lines. uh, You know, there 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 are a lot of elements that go into predict predictability or perceived predictability. Um, So I wouldn't say that we were predictable last year. Uh, I I didn't, but um, you know, again, like I said, uh, there 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 are a lot of things that go into into calling a game. And so, you know, last year was last year, but moving forward, I can tell you what we're going to do and what we're going to try to do and and how we're going to build this offense.
0: All right. So let's go to the comments to see the one word that the chat is using to describe those comments by Tim Kelly. Billy Jones says lie. Eric Castillo says fake. Uh, Sam Gomez says typical Stephen King with a sigh. Tanner Connor says predictable. Uh, John says professional. Jeff says tone deaf. Dill says dumb. Steven confusing. Ron confusing. Orlando predictable. Wilbur despicable. That's a Ooh. strong despicable. That's a strong no, word. You don't hear
1: despicable that often.
0: Yeah, not at all. Uh, Andre yeah. says- Who does, who
1: does uh, go back to the one word just despicable. What uh comes to your mind when you hear the word dis- despicable?
0: I mean, dis- if it's not despicable me, something's- I think I, something's wrong. I
1: kind of think of Daffy Duck a little bit, who has the lisp and spits when he says despicable.
0: I just see the big grew from despicable me and that's <laughs> minions. That's what I see.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Michael Billington. Michael Billington gets the Daffy Duck <laughs> reference for me. All right. Uh, so uh, back to the one word. Sorry.
0: Yeah. We got Andre saying infuriating. Uh, we got Cloudhouse says meh. Caleb says depressing. Tighten up says disappointed. Tone deaf from JR, professionalism from Malachi, political from Michael, uh, unimportant from Ed. Uh, let's see. Sean says predictable. Jay says liar. Patrick says expected. Danny says basic. We had a lot of predictable, predictable pressure, predictable ignorance, lie, weird. Vrabelism from Valentino, interesting. Vrabelism. he made up his own word, but uh, I, I think, like it though. I yeah. think
1: Valentino, I think Vrabelism is going to be something that we will uh, hang on to uh, th- for a while, uh, as long as Mike Vrabel is around, which is probably going to be quite a quite a bit. So, um, so Sam, my one word is is honestly unnecessary. I, I thought all of this was unnecessary. Because it, it is tone deaf, it is annoying, it is troubling, um, it is having lack of awareness, but I think all of that is unnecessary because I, I think Tim Kelly had an opportunity to not throw Todd Downing under the bus, to also go through and answer a question that is a very valid question and a big-time topic about the Titans' offensive play calling and answer it in a in a manner that doesn't, make him sound like he's going to be a much of the same because again, I went over the, the biggest problem that I think fans had with the internal hire was the fear of, ah, it's not that, it's not that bad. It, it'll be okay. Like we'll, we'll get it fixed, but it's not that big of a deal. It was a big deal. And I think uh, his answers were unnecessary. So that's my one word.
0: I think you crushed it. I think that's a really, really good one word. I saw a comment earlier that said, Sam's making a mountain out of a molehill. And I can understand why it might come across that way. Like I, I, and I'm trying not to make a bigger deal out of this than it is, but I find it very frustrating. And I think a lot of fans do too, because it is completely unnecessary. Like when you make a coaching change, In this league, especially at offensive coordinator for a team that far underperformed from what expectations were going into the season, there is a a frustration. The fan base is fed up. They were calling for Todd Downing's head by week three, and they did not stop, and they were relentless in their efforts until uh, the announcement was made that he was fired. You don't like. You want to instill your fan base with the sense that things are going to change and things are going to be better because you know that they're not happy. And even Mike Vrabel, who hired Tim Kelly and said, "Well, you know, he brings a lot of, you know, carryover things like some
1: carryover, some carryover, carry but even familiarity. He says,
0: yeah, even he says there are things that I know Tim is going to bring that will help us, that will make things new and. He will help us be less predictable. That is Mike Vrabel being pretty dialed in to the um, the tone of his fan base and the tone of the league about the Titans offense, finding a way to instill more confidence into the masses with this. Yeah.
1: yeah. Tim
0: Kelly walking it back and saying, well, I don't think this is professional. It is, like you just said, unnecessary. And my one word is denial. I'll get into that. But it, yeah. but it is like, what change are you going to bring if you're publicly admitting, well, things weren't predictable last year. I think we were fine on that front. Like, why was Tim, if the thing that prevented your offense from being successful was factors like the weather and player avail- availability, why was Todd Downing fired? Like, why was so much deal made about needing to fix things? If you know, things weren't that bad, like you said, right? So that, mm-hmm. that's why it really, really irritates me. Um, but here is why my one word is denial, Austin. And I wrote all of this uh, on A to Zsports.com when discussing this. But here are some of the facts for you. Oh. The Titans were dead last under Todd Downing in early down passing frequency that they dropped back on just <laughs> 43.8% of early downs. Even with the Titans uh, incorporating a high volume of rushing attempts early and a legendary running back in the backfield in Derrick Henry, Tennessee is 29th in the NFL under Todd Downing in rushing efficiency on early downs. Can, I, can words, I ask your question? Yeah.
1: Early downs. Is that first First and second, and second down. So So just 43% of the time they drop back to pass. On first and second down combined.
0: They were fifth in the NFL last season in run, run, pass sequences. Wow. And 29th, 29th in rushing efficiency on early downs. So they run the ball more than anybody else in first and second down. And they are a bottom four team at running the ball when they do so. Why? Probably because teams know it's coming. On top of that, uh, looking at 2022 alone, over 25% of their offensive series were run, run, pass, or play sequences. First down, 25% of the time, they went run, run, pass in that exact order. Meanwhile, Derrick Henry took 331 of his 349 carries on first or second down. 62% of his touches came on first and 10 or longer, 62% on first and 10 or longer. And then finally, if you just need a little bit of a cherry on the top, how about AJ Brown, who uh, went on the uh, Raw Room podcast, as we've discussed on here, his exact quote, talking about that Titans Eagles game was saying, I gave them every detail. I gave it all. They don't change nothing. I talked to one of the defensive guys who asked me, what does this mean? I told him everything it meant. He said all of the Titans like pre-snap cues and their language and the way that they form formulate did not change a little bit. And he was able to predict everything that they were about to run ahead of time. So you are in denial if you say that this Titans offense was not predictable last year. <laughs> Uh, And I think every shred of evidence, along with the head coach saying as much, uh, would back that claim up. That is my one word for Tim Kelly. This is not to say Tim Kelly won't be a good offensive coordinator for the Titans or he can't fix some of the issues. Uh, But in this particular instance, I do think it was just a, a really unnecessary, as you said, and uh, a comment that shows he's in denial about the state of the Titans offense.
1: That's incredible. Uh, so I, Sam, I'm going to ask you a question and I don't know if you have it off the top of your head, but I'll, I'll uh, filibuster so you can go find the answers because somebody said, I don't know how there could be a oh, Gershon on on YouTube. I'm shocked. There were four teams that run, run past more than the Titans. So do you have the ability to go I, find that?
0: I can find it. I, yeah. I have it ready. Um, you do. Yeah. So So, so go for it. The four teams that run, run past more than the Titans were, or sorry, did I say they were fifth? Yeah. They were actually not fifth. They were one of a few teams. The teams that did it more than the Titans Chicago, Carolina, Dallas, Washington, New Orleans, Pittsburgh.
1: Chicago. Carolina Chicago, Carolina,
0: Dallas. Dallas, Washington, New Orleans, Pittsburgh. So they were seventh. So they were seventh, or however many that is. But those are the teams that that run, you know, run, did pass. run, run, pass more. And you look at some <laughs> of those teams. I mean, Chicago was always gonna Justin Fields mobile quarterback. They're gonna run the ball a lot. They ran the ball more than anybody else in general. Uh, last year, Carolina had quarterback issues. Washington had quarterback issues.
1: New Orleans Pittsburgh, had quarterback
0: issues. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh had rookie rookie quarterback, issues. rookie quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. The only team there is Dallas, but Dallas, Dallas had two dynamic running backs, uh, and
1: one of them was getting paid sixteen million dollars, you know, on the cap. So it's like, you know, I, I think that's that's pretty telling. Um, So and so, Tim Kelly, they were among the highest in run, run pass sequences, and. Tim Kelly did not think they were predictable. Do you mean, want me they, to
0: name the five least run-run pass offensive sequences? The teams that did it the least free. Yeah, because I
1: have a feeling that those teams are probably pretty successful in the win-loss column. So go ahead and list those off.
0: Los Angeles Chargers, Minnesota Vikings, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Okay. Yeah. So uh Super Bowl, uh, Josh Allen, uh, five playoff teams so teams that had home playoff games (laughs) minus the minus the chargers
0: right who were on the road for because they were they had a better
1: record than the road wildcard team that they they played yeah Yeah, i mean mean, that makes a lot of sense right
0: (laughs) i i just think all of these numbers as a whole kind of tell, tell you everything you need to know and then yeah those aj comments just the cherry on top of him being like yeah, I was kind of surprised. They didn't change a single thing. So I was basically like, hey, this is what they're about to run. And uh, yeah, the Eagles defense probably didn't need any extra help against the Titans in that game, but they got it. So,
1: yeah, and, you know, Jay says, connect the damn dots. <laughs> so I saw somebody else saying that uh, said that you need – um, to uh send those stats to Mike Vrabel, and then you got G.K. who has been all over us today. Says Sam and Austin should go to football game calling school. LOL. Well, I mean, like G.K. Like uh, I think the numbers show things pretty dr- pretty clearly that the Titans were predictable on offense. They yeah. ran the ball. Fit they they ran the ball or only called dropbacks. I guess forty three percent of the time on first and second down. I'd be curious to see what the numbers would be like if you removed first down or second down from that 43% on early downs and just look at first down run percentage. And then it's also like situationally too, Sam, because sometimes they would drop back on first and 10 and it would be incomplete. And so it was second 10, here comes a run. And then boom, now you're in third and nine.
0: Yeah. And-, and that was the other thing too. Derek Henry's carries on second down were majority on from second to eight to 10 yards was like the the highest percentage of run situation that they put derrick henry in so it wasn't like they were getting into a second and four and giving derrick the ball to either pick up the first down or make it third and really really close where they can get it pretty easily like they consistently were first and 10 run and if you stop him and it's second and nine we're just going to go right back to it and hope we get seven, eight yards on this carry to make it third and manageable. Otherwise we have to drop back and pass behind an offensive line. That's not great in pass protection. Like, and yeah. nobody's saying that predictability was the only factor that like, no, killed the Titans offense, like they had injuries. Sometimes I apparently the weather was a huge problem. No. I, I didn't know that there are outside factors that, you know, go into how you call a game. I think Tim Kelly was right on the money with that, but like, I, what I think he's doing
1: here? I think he, I think he said weather, like, and it was a filler word to for him to find his next word. <laughs> like, honestly, that's what I think. The, uh, the weather, um, you know, injuries. <laughs> Do you think it was w h e t h? No, it W-E-A-T-H? was e a t h. No, it was the weather. It was the weather. Like, hey, the weather today. No, so G <laughs> K does say this, and I agree with this. A lot of that percentage, there was no choice. They had to see if they could still run despite the weak O line because they had no passing game and a weak quarterback. Now GK adds the last sentence that I disagree with there. Uh, skewed stats; those are pretty clear stats. that were not skewed. They're over 17 games of of data. But well, that was under Todd Downing, right? So that's that was was that last season alone, or was that the last two years? Which one? The the uh, the 43 uh, percent dropbacks on that
0: that was uh, the last two years under Todd Downing combined.
1: Wow. So the last, so that's a lot of games under Todd Downing. One of them, one season where AJ Brown was there, Ryan Tannehill was healthy. They had an offensive line that was effective, uh, you know, two seasons ago, Where, but they still ran and, and they didn't have Derek Henry for nine games and still were dead last in in uh dropbacks on early downs. Like I think that's pretty clear overall. Yeah.
0: And John says, What were the stats for last season without Henry? I don't have the exact numbers, but I do know f- through uh Warren Sharp uh football uh, and his website, and he does some nice stuff with being able to filter out play frequency and game calling stuff. Uh the Titans were dead last in pass rating and dropbacks on first down in 2021 with Derrick Henry out for half the season. And and I mean, that mirrors itself when you look at the Todd Downing numbers just over two years as a whole. But things did not change much without Derrick Henry. They decided that they were going to stick to it regardless of who was in the backfield.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jones says, y'all forget Tannehill was hurt playing through injury because of the awful protection. No, we don't forget that. I I think, Mr. Jones, that's one thing that I stand strong about why I think Ryan Tannehill – um, got a bad rap for uh, his season last year. And I also do think if you go back and you look at the efficiency numbers from Ryan Tannehill in 2021 and early in 2022, Ryan Tannehill had a better and a more efficient season pre injury this past year than he did in 2021. So I don't, Tannehill was far from the problem. Uh, and then another comment I but, wanted to get. But to, I think
0: that that was an issue. Is like I, I looked at those early games of the year uh, of the season. I thought Tannehill did okay. Like I thought yeah. he was pretty efficient and getting it done. And they didn't score many points. Like you no. saw that Giants game. They didn't score enough points. And then especially in the second half, where they let the Giants come back and beat them. And you know that and going up until the point Tannehill got hurt. He played good football, but you still didn't score, which is why there was a lot of frustrations from the get-go about like, what are we doing here? What, How are we play calling that your quarterback can be this efficient and be playing this well and you're not scoring points?
1: Yeah. Uh, Nick Ewing says, can the A to Z film room do a breakdown of what to expect from a Tim Kelly offense? How different will it be from Downing? So, you know, James Foster actually did um, a Tim Kelly – uh, breakdown actually last August, right? When we launched a to Z sports film room about Tim Kelly and five pass game concepts you can expect to see from a Tim Kelly offense. And you can go find that a to Z sports film room uh, on our website, a to Z sports.com and click the film room tab, or you can just go to his YouTube and search for it for a Tim Kelly Titans uh, bat pass breakdown so you can find that there now how will it be different than Todd Downings that's the one thing you don't know but James does go in detail about how he views Tim Kelly as a play caller when skeet with scheme with concepts and design and so it's a really good video to go check out and Sam even wrote about that uh, on the website too so you can go find that uh, just with a quick easy google search back from last August um, right there and so GK does say uh, one thing that absolutely has to change for sure is to go deep on first down and deep more often, period. The league hands out so many pass interference calls that uh, you have to change, right? I agree with that. And it's more of now you've got, can you protect long enough to go deep? And do you have somebody that can run down there and at least be a legitimate threat? Uh, and, you know, with Tannehill a really good deep ball thrower for the first couple of seasons with the Titans. And then he had nobody to throw deep to a bad offensive line, a bomb ankle, and it just didn't really work out uh, last season.
0: I mean, he's right though. I, I mean, like th- that is th- yeah. that is something that is very, very clearly missing with the Titans offense. Like they're explosive in the sense that they can do a check down to Derrick Henry that goes for 60 yards. They had a couple of those last year on screenplays and stuff. And Derek himself can break one, but you watch how other NFL teams and the the Philadelphia game keeps coming to mind, or the the Los Angeles Chargers game keeps coming to mind, where you lost games and lost points by a wide receiver get almost flopping and getting a pass interference call because they beat they got a step on you and, and you were willing to push the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, like with with pass interference being a spot foul your ability to score quickly, push the ball down the field, and then, you know, make something happen either through a completion or through a penalty. Like it's basically points on the board. That is a big thing that the Titans are missing where uh they have had to, and they had to last year piece together a drive that had six first downs just to get points because right. they're not going for 20 yards and explosive plays. They're going for, Five yards, three yards, three yards. And it's like how long can you keep moving the chains? Yeah. Well, eventually that would run dry in
1: the second half. Yeah, no doubt about that. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. So Sam brought it hard with those stats on the Titans predictability. Uh so you can also check out Sam's article from yesterday on a to z sports.com slash Nashville right there. So another thing, now this is a positive, right? We've talked for 39 minutes and 30 seconds about the negative things that Tim Kelly said uh, at the NFL Combine. How about a positive update on Malik Willis? So we'll get to that here in a second, a positive update on Malik Willis. And we'll ask you guys a question, but first let me tell everybody about Farm Bureau health plans this is a positive update and upgrade for your health coverage. Cause Farm Bureau health plans has been serving Tennesseans for now over 75 years, nearly 76 years, and they can make it better for you. How is that better rates? better coverage, and better service. Uh, they make it easy for you because they've got 200-plus locations across the state in every corner, every county of that state. You can walk in to get your health coverage updated or you can call them, you can go to the website, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z is what the website to go to uh, right there, and they will help you out with whatever your situation is, whatever your life stage is. Uh, if you're a young adult trying to figure out what to do with your health coverage after you have to get off your parents' health coverage, don't worry, Farm Bureau Health Plans will help you through that. Once again, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z.
0: Enjoy sports like never before, all of your favorite sports with BetMGM and BetMGM.com. Sign up using the code A T O Z Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet does not win, when you register at BetMGM, you'll gain access to a wide selection a parlay selection features, live betting options, and daily odds boost, and so much more. Make every game and every play mean that much more with BetMGM at your fingertips. You can find out why they are the king of sportsbooks. That sign-up code is A T O Z Sports on betmgm.com and the BetMGM app.
1: All right, Sam. So, uh, Tim Kelly on Malik Willis at the NFL Combine. We've got uh, also a quote from Mike Vrabel that we'll get to, but here was the Titans' new offensive coordinator. On a uh, second-year quarterback now, Malik Williams. Think Malik is. What do you envision him being able to do? In yeah, um,
2: you know Malik's doing a great job coming into the building every day, having a good routine right now. Uh, you know he's he's got such a he's got you know he's so charismatic. He comes in, pops his head in with his big old smile, and um, it, it, it's exciting to see him in here building that routine. Um, and and you know doing what it takes to be a professional quarterback. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where, where everything ends up. But uh, we're excited with the, the process, or excuse me, with the progress that, that he's looks like he's making right now.
0: That's offensive coordinator Tim Kelly. I'm Malik Willis. Excited about the progress that he's making right now. Said he's been in the building working hard. So the question that we have to ask all of you, hearing what the Titans offensive coordinator had to say about the second-year quarterback is the Titans being excited about Malik Willis's development and progress this offseason. Is that a big deal, a small deal or no deal? There has been a lot of talk. We'll call it regarding the Titans quarterback situation, Ryan Tannehill's future, where Malik Willis fits into this crazy puzzle yeah. of trying to navigate a draft pick, a veteran Ryan Tannehill coming back. So What does it mean? Is it big deal, small deal, or no deal that the Titans are excited about his progress going into year two?
1: Sam, I'll send you the comments here in a second. I I do want to read Mike Vrabel's quote too and then also cut something out of here because I I do want to see... Jay says, Daly in the building working hard, y'all. Guys, please listen. (laughs) Dennis (laughs) Daly is not under contract for the Tennessee Titans. Dennis Daly is not a part of the 2023 Tennessee Titans. So Dennis Daly, his key card does not work to get in the building. He had to hand over all of his stuff. I don't even know if the Titans gave Dennis Daly a trash bag with all this stuff in it, like they did Taylor the, the Dennis Daly is not a part of the Tennessee Titans. So with all your smart-ass sarcastic comments, you can exclude Dennis Daly from that so we can please move forward because he is not... There. So that is what I wanted to say. So now before you get to your comments here, Sam, uh, uh, from from the big deal, small deal, no deal, here's what Mike Vrabel had to say about Malik Willis. Quote, he's already dove into the offseason and he's communicated with the staff about where he's been, working with different coaches, a group in Jacksonville, and reporting back. His demeanor, walking through the building and seeing him in the cafeteria, he understands what it's supposed to like look like being a starting quarterback and being a quarterback in this league. You have to be on when you come into the building. It's a certain presence you have to have. So that's Vrabel adding on to what Tim Kelly had to say about Malik, uh, because, you know, I, I do think there's something to that because there were press conferences after, like, I remember Sam after Malik's performance against the Houston Texans as the starter, where he was very like, I'm just blessed to be here. And it's like, no, you, you lost the game where the playoffs are on. Well, the I'll
0: tell you what the quote was. He says he was just as happy right now as he would yeah. have been if they had won the game um, because he was feeling blessed. Um, and that was a moment where we're like, Malik, that's not, that's not what you say there. Like, that's not what you say as a starting quarterback that you would have been just as happy had we lost uh, or had, if we had won as I am right now that we lost. There is a level of like, yeah, figuring out what it's like to lead as a starting quarterback. And, and I mean, I'm not going to hate on Malik at all for, you know, his feeling blessed and stuff like that. I think he's an excellent guy. And uh, I, I'm i a big fan of that aspect of him. But uh, sometimes you just have to know, hey, let's uh let's kind of own up to this loss and, you know, take this one on the chin a little bit. But, All right,
1: Sam, uh, big deal, small deal, or no deal that the Titans are excited about the progress Malik Willis has made. I'll send you now to the chat.
0: Titans Kyle says small deal. Steven is small deal. Scott, small deal. Tyler Ross, small deal. Nick, small deal. Troy says no deal. Lemetrius says no deal. Tanner says a potential deal, a potential deal. He kind of goes around the uh, the three boxes here and he goes up, a potential deal. Valentino says coming from Tim Kelly. I don't know. Well, Valentino, how about it coming from Mike Vrabel? Because yeah. Mike Vrabel also said it. Uh, Jonathan, no deal. Small deal. Kenneth, no deal. Ronnie, small deal. Demetrius, no deal. Stephen says big deal. The other Stephen says big deal. Pistol Ramsey says it is a super small deal, not a no deal, but a super small deal. No deal from Andre. They have to help his confidence. Xavier says small deal DeMarco's small deal. Uh, Tanner follows it up with a feel good deal in a way, kind of a, a morale boost similar to what Andre had said there. Deshaun small deal, no deal from MB, small deal from Connor, no deal from Chris, no deal from fam squad, a uh, no deal coach speaks says Dylan, no deal from Matthew, no deal uh, from volume shooter, no deal football just ended what off season from Terry Shafto? I mean, the Titans have been in the building for two almost months. two almost months two now. Months. So I mean, there has been a, a good segment of the off season. Um, small deal from the Lucas Brooks says no deal. This is TK lost all credibility. No, so he's no, not happy. No, not he didn't lose all, all credibility. I, I, as somebody who is also very unhappy with his comments about predictability, there is still significance to what the offensive coordinator has to say about the, uh, yeah. young second year quarterback. Right. All right. What do you think, Austin? What, is it a big deal? Is it a small deal? Is it a no deal? Where do you stand on the Malik Willis uh, progress, we'll call it from Tim Kelly and Mike Vrabel.
1: It's a small deal uh, because you know you have to. At, at the quarterback position is such a different position, right? It's Vrabel's right. You have to be on at all times when you're in the building. You have you. If you have a bad day, you can't let it show. You have to. You have to go through things. You have to be there and always be that same consistent guy. Uh, and have to learn how to be a franchise quarterback or how to be a starting quarterback. And that is a part of the progress of development. Now, the reason why it's just a small deal is because you can do all those things in the building and still misreads and not make throws and, and do the wrong things on the field, and none of it matters. And so it's a small deal because Malik had growth opportunities in that area of his development too – And it's a good thing that he is showing those growth developments in those areas. And so I think it's a, it's not a no deal either because Malik is a third round player now going into his second year. He's got four years on his rookie contract. And so the Titans want to see, I mean, you want to get something from him, right? And so you want to be able to, to, to put these steps together and, you know, you're not on the field practicing right now. So in February and March, it's good to see that he's making those progresses uh, in how a quarterback has to operate when it comes to their presence around the building.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I think I originally thought, well, this is no deal. You have to prove it on the football field was kind of my, my thing. It's like, if this is them talking about Malik has made a lot of progress in how he looks as a quarterback on the field, I would think it was a, a big deal, but, but I, my initial thought was no deal, but I, I circled back to even a little bit bigger than a small deal where I think this is a medium deal. Like, I, I think this is like a, a, a good, a, a sizable small deal. <laughs> uh, and, and one reason why is because this has been something Mike Vrabel has talked about when he was on with Buck rising on 104.5 the 4.5 zone on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, this is something he brought up with these young guys is you know, trying to teach them what it looks like. He, he doesn't want these guys to get too confident, but now that Malik and Traylon and Roger and Kyle Phillips and, and you like a lot of these guys have a year of experience under their belt. How do you uh, establish confidence in them while also teaching them how they need to operate in an off season as a professional football player. That's not doing meetings and combines and preparing for the draft. Mm-hmm. So This is showing Malik Willis has has done that and and is doing that. And that's something that Mike Vrabel clearly values. But the other reason for me, Austin, is Malik Willis has to prove something to the Titans and he won't have an opportunity to prove it on the field before the Titans have decisions to make. That was a big thing for me. like, I can sit here and say, well, how, how can Malik do it on the football field? That's what matters. Well, by the time they get to see him, in camp and in OTAs and, you know, and in some of these team events, they're going to need to know who their starting quarterback is. They will have made a decision about Ryan Tannehill. Free agency will have passed. The trade market will have passed them by. Uh, the draft will have passed them by. So what you're doing with Malik Willis has to be based on what you see leading up to that time. And I do think it's somewhat noteworthy that he is at least impressing them with his process um, leading up to these decisions, and how does that factor into where they see him fitting in for 2023?
1: There you go. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that because uh, yeah, the Titans regather with off-season team activities uh, that are voluntary in early to mid-April, but that doesn't mean they're on the field going through drills. That's more workouts, conditions, meetings. Uh, so the on-the-field work really doesn't happen until May. So you're right about that. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. Sam, we've got some good big news for A to Z sports and that'll transition us right into ain't that good news that we wrap up the week with every week here on A to Z sports with ain't that good news. If you have good news to share, bring it, hit us with it in the chat and we'll read your good news here in a second. But Wilson County Hyundai, they can make uh, you have some more good news by helping you get a new ride and doing it in a cost effective and financially fit way for whatever your situation might be wilsoncountyhyundai.com is their website you go see him in lebanon and go say hey to our guy Payne bone and his team out there at wilson county hyundai the hyundai brand the hyundai models fantastic top technology right there at a great price value for you for any uh, type of model for any whatever your family size is whatever you need it for they've got it for you the palisade is sick that full size three row suv they've got it right there in at Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon. So go check them out at wilsoncountyhunday.com
0: Well, listen, I have some good news on this Friday, uh, and this is some good news as well, because BetMGM uh, is allowing you to get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't hit. Another good news, as I mentioned earlier in the show, it is March. That is a fun time to uh, sign up with BetMGM, perhaps. And if you're going to do so, use the code ATOZ SPORTS when you get with betmgm you get access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options daily boosted odds specials and so much more this is why they're the king of sportsbooks so go sign up use that code it's ATOZ SPORTS on betmgm.com and the betmgm app and you can get up to $1000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win This is the King of Sportsbooks, and they're powering today's show.
1: Good news to wrap up our week like every Friday. Sam, I'll go ahead and send you uh, to the chat to read some good news uh, for uh, the guys and gals that we have watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. So uh, hit us with some good news from the chat.
0: Good news, uh, scored a brand new Herman Miller chair from an office that was being demolished. Massive home office upgrade from ah. Jacoby. I'm not familiar with Herman Miller, are you?
1: Nope,
0: I don't think that's in either of our. I records. mean, I'll
1: go look at it. Um, Herman Miller, go ahead, you can yep. continue with your. Oh, I'm own. like,
0: you're looking up Herman Miller. I didn't know if we were going to get enough. Good news, uh, my nephew will be on Tennessee's campus tomorrow as a top 2025 prospect from Valentino Austin awesome. that's good news for you too uh, hearing that a top yeah, prospect yeah
1: is. yeah I, I like that valentino uh maybe you can uh, hit us up with your nephew's name and and we'll see uh, if we can put in a good word up there
0: yeah you 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 with your a word from Austin Stanley is good as a, is as good as a scholarship. Basically.
1: I mean, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, Zach Reagan uh, holds some weight when it comes to that that uh, football program. There's a lot of people that get paychecks from Tennessee football and Tennessee athletics that read Zach Reagan's articles from A to Z sports. I'll you, that is a Nate, fact. <laughs> Nate Burner
0: has a good news that I'm going to hold off on reading okay. because he's, he's digging into your good news a little bit. Uh, Billy Jones says he is down in the Gulf Coast. He's going to the beach. This weekend. That sounds like a lovely time and some really good news. Big 10, Jeff. Good news. It's his birthday tomorrow. Hey, happy birthday. Early Jeff uh, to one big from one big 10 guy to another. Uh, Aaron says his good news is that this afternoon he's hoping to have a great workout at Planet Fitness. And Aaron, I love that. I I love that because people underestimate Austin. I know you can you can, you know, testify to this as well. It is so underrated what a nice, good workout can do for your mental wellness and just like your happiness in a day. And so uh, I get excited if I'm, if I know ooh, I just, I, I had a nice big meal of chicken. I've got some, I've got some energy. I got, I've got a fresh pre-workout and you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, about go I'm about to go, pump I'm about to go get a pump on. I get really excited. So that is good news there. And I will back you on that one. Um, let's see. We've got <laughs> Matt with a little bit of uh, some shade to Rand Carthon saying good news. Ryan Tannehill's still under contract. He's still a Titan. Um, What else do we got here? I- I'm not seeing too much good news. Uh, oh, here Devin, we go. Devin, uh, go ahead. Uh, well, Demarco says employees appreciation days today for his new company, so he gets a new shirt, free breakfast, and lunch.
1: Ooh, two meals uh, on that the uh, company down there. Devin says uh, his good news: he got eighteen job offers oh. offers for a loan officer, uh, and just signed his acceptance letter this morning. That's pretty legit. Uh, eighteen job offers. That's all. That's. I, I hope. I, uh, I, I hope demand. Valentino's nephew gets eighteen scholarship offers. That'd be pretty cool too. Uh, so Sam um do you want to go with your good news first? Um yeah, I'll go
0: with mine first. Okay. I feel like yours has more significance. Mine's pretty simple here and I've been told um that I'm not allowed to pick a a sports thing for my good news. That was a that I that was t- told to me uh by somebody in my life. So uh yeah. th- I am going to go with the fact that uh, my old college roommate who uh, one of my college roommates who lives in Atlanta is here this weekend. So ah. he he kind of informed me kind of yesterday by surprise that he would be out here this weekend. So some good news to get to see him. I think we have some plans on getting some of our, uh, some of our friend group together um, and getting to spend some time together as a group. So that's always very good news for me and gets me very excited to, to see people, uh, that uh, I'm very good friends with. So no, yes, that's uh, all awesome. simpler good news, but good news for me, no
1: nonetheless. No, absolutely. we'll we'll talk off air about the the sports good news thing. So you did say that there was a good news uh, that had to do with my good news, Yeah, so let me go
0: up and find it. But <laughs> you go ahead and give yours first. i I have it ready. Okay, you uh, have it ready? And right. you, you give yours, and I'll show you what somebody else all has. Right. To say my about.
1: good news is is a to Z sports is continuing to expand. Uh, And, you know, we are pumped about this and a lot of hard work has gone into the last several months uh, from Zach and I, Evan Winter deserves a big time shout out who uh, runs our website as our managing editor. Uh, But we have expanded yet again for the fourth time in 18 months, A to Z sports and our website, A to Z sports.com now covers 22 of the 32 NFL teams and flashing up here on the screen, the new logos for the teams that we're covering, uh, the Lions, the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, New England, uh, the Giants, the 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. Though those eight teams are now new to A to Z as we uh, launched that uh, middle of the week this year, but uh, this this week. But uh, really pumped about that and the new hires that go along with that. Uh, Doug Kayad, who has a ton of experience at the national level, to help Evan run our website as we continue to grow. Really excited about what Doug's going to bring and the different types of content that Doug can set us up with. Also want to give a shout out to Matthew Lennox and Jack Gentry, uh, who have been promoted from within uh, this past cycle as well. And the new hires that we have uh, as well to go along with Doug, John Sheeran, who we bring over from the Cincinnati Bengals beat. Uh, He has joined us as as an editor, Mauricio Rodriguez. I left out Mauricio. He got a promotion as well as an editor uh, we're, we're building out the full staff. And then uh, other new hires, Rob Leeds, Rob Gregson, and Bryce Lazenby. Pumped to have everybody a part of the squad. And, uh, and Bryce has been uh, a longtime viewer and listener of A to Z Sports and now uh, a part of the crew. So pretty pumped to have everybody involved there. Uh, and, you know, growth is, uh, growth is a fun thing. It's, a, it's an extensive thing, but we're, we're pretty pumped about this. And uh, more uh, news will come out uh, next week as well. Uh, from A to Z sports so keep your eyes out all right there so Nate said it's not good news but A to Z explained to Indy, Houston and Jacksonville into the heart of the enemy built on the blood sweat and tears of the Facebook ogs so I get the people that don't like that we're covering the afc South but in order to cover all 32 NFL teams you have to cover the the Jags the Texans and the Colts like you can't just we can't sit up there and say well you know what uh, 29 of 32 because our Nashville fan base doesn't want us to cover uh, the AFC South. And so again, like what you guys watch is A to Z sports Nashville. And that's the, that's the baby. That's the flagship. That's the OG. And so none of what we do for the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, will impact what we do right here with you guys every morning. Yeah, and we're not going to be family. on here
0: in the morning talking Texans and Colts and Jags and
1: stuff. No, that's web. It's website content. If podcasts and shows happen, it will be with other people. So don't worry about that uh, when it comes to that. So uh, Demetrius says, please do not cover uh, the Ratbird Ravens. Well, the Ravens are one of 32. So guys, <laughs> it's going to happen. Like it, again, if they're a part of the NFL, A to Z sports will be covering them. So. I appreciate that. And, Nate, I know you were joking, but I appreciate the congratulations. But that uh, is my good news. Uh, So, yeah, go check us out, AtoZsports.com. we got a lot of of ton of content going out there um, as well. So pretty pumped.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, building faster than ever. I saw a couple comments that said, yeah, just you you and Zach building your empire, man. And every time you – I get one of these uh, emails. We need a company meeting. We've got a big announcement. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, oh, what markets are we going to now? This is uh, find a way of exponential growth. This is the the model for it right here.
1: That's right, that's right. But I uh, can't do it without all of our uh, A to Z crew and our A to Z team. So appreciate everybody there. But that'll wrap it up for the week, and we will be back on Monday. Buck Rising, we we'll back. On Sunday night, back from the NFL Combine in Indy to get Buck's thoughts on the Combine as a whole uh, coming up Sunday night, but we'll see you Monday morning. Appreciate it as always. And guys, make sure you give us that like before you go on the show, on Facebook, on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. We'd greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you guys. Have a safe, great weekend.